Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Welcome to this week's Smallest Cast Podcast. This podcast is designed for the small government contractors, service providers, and manufacturers as part of the government contractor ecosystem, connecting people, organizations, and resources. Hey, uh, this week, uh, we are back in person. We've got Dennis in, in-house. Welcome, Dennis. Hey. Dude, hey, Nate. <laughs> you make fun hey. of me for stumbling over top of it. And well, then, no, you're just like, Brrr. you can uh, slow down a little bit. It's I, okay. I've had like four cups of coffee. It's okay. Today. Um, and the smalls. Two Welcome to the smalls. We are live back at our world headquarters studio. Yes, world. Yep. Car Springs, Colorado. Yep. yep. Top um, of the world. Yep. And, and uh, we have our uh, political officer here today, Chris Fischera, is watching over us. He doesn't have a mic, so. I know. That's I probably good. He's one. just a political officer. He's making sure that we don't say, making sure that you don't say <laughs> things that you're not supposed to say. He's brought the big stick. He is a That's Italian. right. He is. It'll just be a on the back of the head. <laughs> What are you so, thinking, Nate? Okay, so Dennis, we have a guest in-house today. Yes, sir. And, which is kind of awesome. And uh, we have a Mr. Brookahar Gotham from Exponential Impact. Welcome. Happy, you're on. You're happy on. to be here, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> you're on, man. You're live. Yeah. I'm excited to be here in person. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's much good. better in person. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I didn't know... That you were here in per or in, in the community. Yep. Um, so when we very first set these up, we I originally sent them out as saying, oh, "Okay, let's uh, here's my phone number. Call me on the phone, and we'll pipe you in." And um, but then when we found out when you're local, it's so much better just to come here. So yeah. Did you, was it hard to find? Yeah, it actually was. No, no, it was pretty <laughs> easy to find. I was uh, the security guard in the front. I was like, what? But then it's That's, not right. Well, it's because Dennis and I live here. Uh, we're, makes sense. You know, no, it's not right on it too, right? There well, a lot, of, a lot of people go to the Taco Bell when they put our address in. They're like, hey, I'm here. Are we meeting at Taco Bell? <laughs> no, uh, it's next door to Taco Bell, man. The problem <laughs> is, is we've got so many people that are trying, you know, the the roadies trying to get to us. Oh, we have to have security guards downstairs. Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, I was one of them, right? Yeah. So I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> but you made it through, so. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, let, let's start off by telling us what Exponential Impact is. Good question. Exponential Impact is a tech accelerator in Colorado Springs. We work with early and late startups, uh, late-state startups who are in software or hardware tech. And we don't have specific verticals, but we focused on the past machine learning, AI, cybersecurity, and then for hardware, we've looked at clean tech and yeah, that's a lot of what we do. It's just we run accelerators, incubators, and just sort of help out. Did the you com- say clean tech? Yes, clean tech. What what's, is, what's clean tech? 
Clean tech is a technology that aims to improve the environment. So moving towards sustainability. Oh, okay. Yep. Sustainability. Sustainability. Clean, green, green, green yes. tech. Green tech. Yep. But you call it clean. Yep. We That's call the it buzzword. Clean. Yeah, clean tech is the buzzword. That's new. Green, green is too old. Green's out. Sustainable clean. tech. Sustainable. There you go. Yeah. So who, who do you work with? Who's oh. your sponsor? I mean, I know you guys do it for the city, right? Is yep. it for the, it's for Colorado Springs or who's your customer? Yeah, well, I can give you guys a bit of a history background if yeah. that helps. Yeah, we'll love it. Awesome. We started in 2017. We were founded then with the idea that if we could put a tech accelerator in Colorado Springs and help these startups grow, we could see the boom that's been happening in Denver and Boulder occur here. And so 2017, uh, Vance Brown, who's been, who was the past CEO of NCC and also was a CEO of Sherwell, decided to gather a team and they co-founded XI. And so Hannah Parsons was the CEO from 2017 to 2019. And we ran two accelerators with the goal of just making sure these startups make it through. And so 2018, 2019, we gave them seed funding. So about 40K or five to 7% equity. And we'd make them move to Colorado Springs initially. And once they moved, we'd work with them for 14 weeks. And then at the end of the program, we'd have demo day at the, uh, at the Broadmoor. And then following that 2020 happened, I came on full-time, and my role was to take the role of the person before me, the program director, run the programs, and then COVID happened. And of course. The COVID happened, and then we said, what do we do? Yeah, right? like everybody it's, else, right? What, what do we do? Everybody has an accelerator. Like, every accelerator was trying to figure out, okay, there's been virtual accelerators that have been done. Techstars is a virtual accelerator, right. and they do it really well, but they've been doing it for like 10 years. So they know how to do it, but us, Catalyst Campus, Boomtown, so many accelerators on the country were just trying to figure out how do we say sustainable? And first it was huge because it's our third year. This is like make or break. And I came on full time and then my executive director, Natasha Main, we worked together to build out XI's first virtual accelerator, launched it in the fall of 2020. And this time we didn't take any equity and we didn't give any seed funding. And the goal was just to find the companies that would be the most sustainable through COVID. So we found seven startups applied from all over the country of those, six out of the seven were based in Colorado, one Chicago, and we worked with them for like about 10 weeks, and now they're all strong companies that are, okay. yeah. So we're, we're very familiar with uh, Catalyst Campus. Yeah. I was just down there two, day, two days in a row this week, right? For, for Demo the, Day? Were you at Demo, Demo Day? I was at Demo I Day I was at Demo Day as well. I didn't see you. Okay, yeah, I was right. there yesterday. Plus, I got invited to speak um, the day before, so Wednesday. Yeah. I came in, uh, I was there like at 8 o'clock in the morning and, and spoke directly to all of them. I, I presented to them about what we do from our company and then mainly the smalls, what we do from the smalls. So, yeah. um, and how we can help. We wanted to get people, all. we want to get all of them out here on the podcast. So, how, how do you guys differ? How do you differentiate yourselves other than it sounds like you guys don't, you said you don't have verticals, so you don't just pick a topic. Is it wide open? Yeah, it's, it's wide open. We don't have, like, with Catalyst Campus, you know, they put out RFPs. They have a problem given to them by the Air Force. Problem statement already. Yeah, exactly. They already have a problem statement. With us, it's about companies. In the first two years, 2018, 2019, it was about companies who were in Colorado Springs or who could move here and help make this town flourish. So if oh. you were given funding it's by... It's economic development. Exactly. So economic and you're like a traditional accelerator. And, and that's, what I, that's what I kept telling <clears throat> Catalyst Campus, you know, hey, I've been... From the from the government's perspective, I'd like to see them do one open one. 
right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I've got so many people coming to us. I do anyway. I don't know if Dennis does anymore, but nobody comes talk to me. I had. So I'm here, Dennis. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> see, we're buddies, man. We're, yeah. I got a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you guys can't see us, but Dennis just moved like one chair closer to the car. I don't know what that's all about, but whatever. Um, no, I've seen. Uh, it's just something I've seen that that's. I get people coming to me saying, "Hey, I got this great new tech." where I go? And I'm like, Catalyst Campus is one of them, you know, giving us some, some information. But the problem is that they're always waiting. They're like, well, my tech doesn't have anything to do with whatever. space refueling or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So you have to wait for you got, or you got to find an accelerator that does that. So, um, well, I'm familiar, I'm very familiar with tech stars. I used to work with them quite a bit when yeah. I, I supported Regis university's uh, innovation challenge. I worked with yeah. them quite a bit. Yeah. Um, where are they located? Regis university. Up here in, in Denver. In Denver. In Denver, yeah. <clears throat> and so, and then DU as well, and Mines, they all but have their own. Nate, do you not know the exit to like go on off to Regis University? You know, yep. you know that exit, right? Yeah. Every time I take their exit, it says, go off on Regis University. And now it's ingrained in my head. It's like <laughs> exit 198, but now I think about it. I do not know that. <laughs> I try not to go to Denver too often. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, okay. So, so. Um, so where are you guys different than Techstars? Because I know you got probably a little differentiator. And Techstars is not here. It sounded like you guys are focused on Colorado Springs as the main, as an economic development kind of accelerator for the Springs. But you just said you brought guys in from other locations now too. Is, yeah. that, is it kind of open still or is it focused on Colorado? Yeah, what's so, the difference between you and Techstars? Yeah, no, great question. 2018, 2019, it was all about Colorado Springs. It was funding companies to move to Colorado Springs and they would have to make their headquarters here. So economic development for the city. 2020, it was about finding companies that are sustainable. And then we shifted focus to just not Colorado Springs, but Southern Colorado. So oh. people in Southern Colorado. So ideas are flowing like crazy right now, Dennis. So Southern Colorado, okay. Yeah, so Pueblo, you know, like the Southern Colorado Innovation Link, SCIL. I know them extremely well. Yeah. Mark? Uh, Mark is one of my best friends. Yeah. So Great people down there. So our, I mean, in 2021, we were trying to figure out how do we support, like, the network, the ecosystem of Southern Colorado, how do we make it stronger, right? Because you can go up to Denver and you can have an idea and then they'll find people who can work with you. You can find, um, I'm blanking on their name, um, Co-Campus. Uh, in, in Pueblo? No, 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 in, in Denver. Oh, up in Denver, several, yeah. yeah there's yeah, quite there's a few. Yeah, there's several, yeah, and Boulder, but in... <coughs> yeah, Boulder's in, got yeah. a few, too. And then in, in Techstar's out of Boulder, right? Yep, Techstar's Boulder, exactly. Yeah. The sustainability, like Techstar, there's two in Boulder. There's, But in Colorado Springs, Southern Colorado, there's such, so many few resources, so that was the initial goal, and that's our biggest thing right now, is supporting startups that are based in Southern Colorado and supporting them as much as possible. Are you linked in with the universities too? I thought I saw on your guys, I think I get your newsletter and I thought yeah. with UCCS, I think you guys are tied in with them as well. Yeah, we are. So the building that we work in, which is uh, cohabitated by NCC, is actually owned by UCCS. So we work a lot with UCC, well, we don't work a lot with UCCS, but we're partnered with UCCS. So that's the tie in with National yep. Cyber Center. Yes, and, and our co-founder, the person who founded XI was the past CEO of NCC. Okay, and so and I think I heard you say your your platform is ten weeks long. So it's yeah, it, it, well, changes, so, it changes so per year. So this year, walk us through, walk yeah. us through. Say I'm a company. Yeah, I'm a company. Yeah. I got a cool idea. How do I get a hold of you guys? Walk us through the whole thing. Yeah, good question. So your company, you've got a cool idea. Let's say you go on the Colorado Slack channel, right? And you're like, hey, my name's Dennis. I've got a super cool idea. I'm building this app to like save the world. All right. Awesome. And I'm currently in the MVP stage. I've built out the web app but I have no customers. So I might reach out to you or you might just see my, like, my posts. Like, hey, if you have an idea, 
email me, contact me. Usually people just go on the website, click on apply, and can usually apply. But sometimes I get some emails, we set up a call, and then if you find yourself at the stage where you built a product, you might have a few customers, and you think that this is going somewhere. You think you found a solution to a problem in the market. Like, you know this market really well. So you, you, have, you have an MVP, not just the idea for it. You're already yeah, starting you to develop. Exactly. You have to have the MVP. Okay. And then from there, our applications open. About uh, minimum viable product. Thank you. Thank I forgot, you. I forgot I about that. I forget about that. I forget about that. Yeah. You, 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 gotta, you, have to yeah, have, yeah. you have to have a minimal viable product, yep. whatever that product is. It has to at least exist in yep. some so form. So at least wait, 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 TRL wait. level two. Oh, now see, you're talking, what's TRL, Nate? Uh, technology readiness te level. Technology readiness level. That's a DOD. So the military thing. uses. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. For yep. if they want to buy stuff, usually they'll say, you need to be at least a TRL level seven. And there's it's, it's a step from one to nine. Yep. Nine means fully fielded on operational site. Yep. And then it goes down from there. Sounds like something Russ Long would say. I know, I know. I saw, I saw <laughs> on the Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Russ yeah. is one of our mentors. He's great. So go ahead. So, yep. so we contact you, yep. we get in now. What, how do we schedule and then how often do you do it? Yeah. So the accelerator runs mostly in the summers and okay. the application opens about a month and a half before the program starts. You apply, we get the application in and then we have two different committees that review the application, a tech committee, they go through your tech stack make sure it's all valid, all legit. And then they also work with you to figure out what's your roadmap? What's, what are you gonna look like in a year, right? right? You do this 12 week program, 2021, it's 12 weeks, but after you finish, do you have a way to sustain yourself in terms of the features you're gonna build out? And then the other committee looks at your business, like, okay, are you gonna be sustainable? Are you gonna make money within the next like three months? If so, hell yeah, we wanna take you in. Okay, and then so you said they just they normally occur in the summer. So yep. is there an application window? Yeah, so so application opens a month and a half before the program starts. Okay, so, so would have already happened. So you're already in. Yeah, a, yeah. You're so in a applications are closed. Yeah, we're already in accelerator. So no applications until uh, April. Okay. Yeah. And then who do you got in there now? What kind of you don't have to tell me companies necessarily yeah. if you don't want to, but what do you got in there now? Yeah, we've got four startups. Uh, two actually are based our sustainability, so clean tech focus. And the other two, so one is a hardware company and the other three are web apps. Oh, okay. Web apps slash phone apps, yeah. So I, I can't tell you how many companies Dennis and I have been talking to that have green tech that yeah. are looking yeah. for something what you guys are offering right now. Yeah, yeah. we also won the DOE award uh, to help to work specifically with clean tech companies. So last year we applied for to work with the DOE and then we basically just got this grant that is specifically focused on us working with and researching, recruiting, and working with clean tech companies in Colorado Springs, Pueblo, Denver, that area. Is so there any, sorry, is there anything that, what is too advanced for you? Okay, super good question, because uh, we call ourselves C to scale uh, in terms of the people we work with. Seed means you're at, you have an MVP, you have five customers, you want to get to 50, you need us. Uh, midway, we have what's called Amplify, where you really need to just go from your 100 customers to 1,000. You are at minimum 250K ARR, you need to go to a million within a year. So we Amplify is for a year long, it's also running right now, and our goal is to help them raise their late seed, slash just grow exponentially. So, so the Amplify is a separate? Yeah, so Accelerator, Amplify, Ascend. Ascend, what's Ascend? And Ascend is for companies that are approaching their Series A, so it's also a year long, and with Ascend it's all about raising your Series A, or you need to go from having 20 employees to maybe 50 and restructuring your entire executive committee. You have the same founders you started with, you know, it, 
But you're but, scaling it, man. But you're scaling it. You need <clears> to, <throat> and you need to hire people at the C-level that like are going to be different. You need to hire a different CTO, maybe a different CFO. And that's what you need to set for. To so. get you that next level. Exactly. And so who exactly. do you have helping you? T- so this is a lot. You guys are doing a lot. Yeah. yeah. So you're really going from like C one, to d- one dude to, yeah. Yeah. So, so who is helping you guys do all this? Do you have like... Um, Obviously, you have some boards, you said, but do you also have, like, consultants working with you? What's that look like? Yeah. We have uh, what's called EIRs, Entrepreneurs in Residence. Have mm-hmm. you, if, if you've heard of EIRs, I'll be, okay. Entrepreneur in Residence. There's somebody who's already, who has a startup or who sold a startup, and they're really committed and experienced in this industry. So right now, we have two. Leif Ullman, he works with our accelerator teams. Brian Lee, and he works with the Amplify teams. In Amplify right now, we have 10 startups, which is insane to have like 10 startups all going for like a whole year to work with us simultaneously yeah yep and then we have four startups in the accelerator right now so working with 14 okay and so what's in the ascend right now what do you got so ascend hasn't been launched ascend launches in uh, october oh Oh, so if you want to get into ascend you still can yes yeah applications are going to open like two weeks for ascend okay Okay. so one last time ascend is series a ascend so think of yeah so think of accelerator as pre-seed Amplify Seed, Ascend as Series A. That's not the cleanest version, but it's the easiest well, to say, right? Actually, after our break, I do want to get, and we're going to go to break pretty soon here, but yeah. after that, I want to actually get into that because we've, we've been talking a lot about the, a lot of these uh, startups right now, and Dennis and I, at least I know, I don't understand all the different seeds and yeah. uh, different investments and all that kind of stuff, and I'd like you to help walk it through that so everybody else on the radio can, can understand that. If, they're, if they've got a product but have no clue, Absolutely. How to take it to market, right? All right, but before we go there, because we're going to get into some technical stuff, how did you get into exponential impact? Because I was That's on a, LinkedIn, yeah, yeah. and you're like a bio <laughs> major. Yeah. Actually, some kind of funky bio, too. Yes. Right? Did you just admit to stalking this dude? <laughs> I did. I cyber-stalked him. Okay, I told you we're best buds now, man. <laughs> dude, I changed your Facebook password, your Instagram password, LinkedIn Twitter. Password. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good question. I, I studied biochemistry in college. Um, yeah. Not not business or anything else. That's why no, I'm, that's why I'm trying to get uh, there. How'd no, you get no, no. there? I I haven't never, I've never taken an econ class. I have no idea. Well, I've taken one or two, but I don't know what the hell macroeconomics is. Right? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> I don't hey, don't be throwing it back on us, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. No. So, so how'd you end up? You were studying biology. Yeah. So where were you going with that? Yeah. So biochemistry. Well, so biochemistry, which huge focus on actually uh, physical chemistry, which is all about electrons, building stuff. Um, I built capacitors, solar cells batteries oh. Oh, okay. and then and then while i was doing that my i did like a i did like two summers of research and then i got invited to present in front of like the air force base carter college ucc they have this huge conference i presented people like my presentation and then a few of them came up to me and they're like hey that was super cool i still don't know what the hell you're talking about and i was like okay right. uh, so i decided maybe i could just I got to find a way, different way to talk to people, right? Like this, this is, if this is so complex in a presentation for like four universities, there's something wrong. So I decided to find a way to show chemistry in a different way. Right. So me, so at that time I was working at ITS. For guys I, like Dennis? For guys like Actually, no, people. No. So quick break. He, he makes a comment, but one of my biggest frustrations whenever I see pitch days, when I come to go to these accelerators and go to the pitch days, it's very frustrating for me to watch a CEO that invented the latest and greatest technology literally read off the paper and not look at me. I'm like, dude, yep. do not read yep. your presentation at all. It's yours. If yeah. I have zero confidence in you if you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, yep. If you have to read it. But the problem is they're trying to read it because they're trying to figure out how to dumb it down 
in layman's terms, right? Yeah. Uh, for people like Dennis. So, so keep going. And also to that point, Nate, somebody else told them how to dumb it down, right? Yep. They didn't, they didn't figure that CEO didn't figure out how to talk to somebody else about their, somebody like, coached them. Yeah. Somebody coached them. And like, if somebody gives you words, yeah, of course it's going to be a script. But if you figure out how to tell people, how to talk to people, yep. that's a whole different. So, so I decided, okay, let me just find some easy way to just put molecules, electrons, stuff like that on the screen. Couldn't find anything. Decided that time, me and my friends, uh, we'd build a software to do this. So we ended up building this VR chemistry simulation software that allowed like teachers, students to like put this VR headset on, do chemistry that you could pull in molecules, do all kinds of stuff, teach chemistry, almost do some research, and then we decided to make a startup out of it, see if we could somebody would buy the software. Nobody did. They thought it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which which it was it uh, the software itself works right but who owns a VR headset who owns a gaming computer that mm -hmm. you can play this yeah you have to think if, about the rest of the exactly package, right? I only thought about myself as somebody who like does chemistry research and then uh, if you want to use a software you can't have a gaming computer you don't need a VR headset you need something else you need a regular computer you need to be able to like use the software efficiently and I just didn't know how so I got into that at the peak startup do you guys remember those yeah. yes you, yeah. So at that time, Peak Startup came to my college's uh, demo day. My college had this whole big idea thing. So they came to demo day, and I presented the idea. The judges were like, holy shit, this sucks. Okay. So they gave me nobody. But uh, Natasha from Peak Startup was like, hey, I like the idea. I like you guys. I think you have something. Let's just talk. So, I, I did, so we talked for a while. She tried to help us figure out what to do. We changed the idea. We like pivoted. And then I decided I just don't know enough. So I'm, I just interned for her at Peak Startup. Mm. From there, Natasha moved on to XI, became the ED there, and then she brought me on as her intern. And then from there, I it was March 2020, COVID happened, everything shut down, and I was in between trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with my life. Do I go to grad school? Do I find a job? What do I do? And, uh, and then out of the blue, Natasha was like, hey, I know you need to like pay your rent, and you have no job. I worked at IT. I worked as a tutor. I also worked like as an intern to like pay my bills. And then I lost all my jobs. And she's like, okay, I can hire you full time, try to help you out as much as you can. I really like you, great guy. And I was like, hell yeah. So I came on full time to XI, spent the first three months launching this program called Thrive and Thrive. We gave out three million to small business owners. And I spent every single day trying to figure out how do you run a virtual program? How do you help small businesses from there? How do you help startups? And every day was just hours of reading, figuring out how to run a program, how to work with businesses. And then now here I am, working with startups. That's great. That's a good uh, story, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's okay. go to break. Go to a quick break. Then we come back again. The Department of Defense has gotten very serious about cybersecurity. The DOD just passed a new mandate called the CMMC that all government contractors must adhere to. In the near future, you will not be able to do business with the Department of Defense unless your company follows the CMMC protocol. Devil Dog Cybersecurity partners with government contractors to create and implement robust cybersecurity solutions that meet the DOD requirements. Our team of engineers have a large depth of knowledge in the CMMC and the NIST 800-171. Solutions can be implemented in as little as 30 to 90 days, depending on the size and scope of the project. Best of all, Devil Dog 
has an affordable pricing structure specifically designed for small to medium-sized businesses. The big question is, is your firm ready for a CMMC audit? Contact Devil Dog Cybersecurity and receive a free vulnerability assessment with no obligation. Register for your free assessment at DevilDogCyber.com. Devil Dog is here to make cybersecurity compliance affordable, fast, and painless for your company. Devil Dog Cybersecurity is one of the few companies designated as a registered provider organization by the CMMC accreditation body. This means our solutions adhere to the complex standards and requirements of the CMMC board. Register for your free assessment at DevilDogCyber.com. Devil Dog is here to make cybersecurity compliance affordable, fast, and painless for your company. Welcome back to the Smallest Cast Podcast. This week, uh, we've got DK here. Welcome back, DK. Hey. Or should I call you Kate? That's what you wanted me to call <laughs> you, Kate. Kate. Nate, the Kate and Nate show. We couldn't figure <laughs> out something. And then no. he sends me an email about, hey, we got Kate. And I'm like, what? who's no, Kate? I said podcasting <laughs> with Kate. Yeah. And he's like, who's Kate? And I was like, <laughs> you were the, the one that came out with Nate and Kate show. And I'm like, well, that's stupid because that's a girl's name, but whatever. I, I can't. Whatever you define yourself as, it's up to you. I'll talk to your wife about that later. Uh, we have Prakar. Prakar. Gotham. Hey Gotham. Yes. Coolest last name ever. Thank That's because you. you're a Batman fan. Please tell me you have a bat fan, bat fan car. Bat, <laughs> Batman car. Uh, I don't. I have a 2001 Volvo. It's a really shitty car, but it works. <laughs> hey, you but can call you, it the Batman. You told us just a year and a half ago you had no income, so I get yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I could pay my rent. I could pay my utilities, but now I can. Hey, full-time And job. you know what? Thank you. Thank you for finding a way to be a productive citizen as opposed to just sitting at home watching HBO, making more money, doing nothing, and actually getting out there and helping out. Yeah, I mean... It's I mean, a, it's a city I love, right? Okay, it's I'll get off my my <laughs> soapbox now. Yeah, no, we appreciate what you're doing because we're all about economic development. Ultimately, yeah. I mean, that's really all our mission too, right? Yeah. Help small government contractors get people into government contracting, and once you're in it, help to network, yeah. meet guys like you, yep. in it to win it. Yep. Yeah. And, and I grew up in a city. Well, I grew up in terms of college years, so I've been through a lot with the city, and just to be part of a process to help others. Hell yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so. we feel you. Okay, so let's get into. I'm a I'm a I'm a dumb engineer. I right. can I, I've got a great really, product. Really, really, he is. <laughs> have fun, have fun with all those meetings next week when I'm not going to attend them. Um, so yeah, let's assume that I'm an engineer that invented the next great thing, uh, green thing. Walk me through it because you you go throwing around things like seed money, investment money, angel investors, all these different things. So. Walk us through that. Yeah. Before I do, uh, I want to let you know there's two events happening at XI. So August 10th, 4 to 6.30, demo day for the Exoder teams. So you can watch four companies demo their products. And it's interesting. They're all different. They're all unique. And as somebody who might be building a product or just investor or just... Or want to see how they're doing it, yeah. how they do the whole process. Exactly. Or you just live here Pitch. and you want to know like what the hell is going on. What startups are here in town mm-hmm. that are doing something cool. They're, they're making money. They're doing something interesting, so just come check us out. The second event is going to be, we have a smaller organization under XI called Spring Startup. Spring Startup. And Spring Startup hosts uh, just pitch nights. It could be for anybody. You could be, I have an idea, I have a few slides, 
I built nothing. I don't know how to do coding. Or I have a product. I have like 2,000 customers. And I just want to pitch to you guys. I just want to show the community of Colorado Springs what I have. So pitch night, I think it's August 17th. But don't hold me to that. So Okay. Is it, you guys have this on your website? Yes, we do. What, what is your website, actually? Exponentialimpact.com. E-X-P-O-N-E-N-T-I-A-L. Impact.com. We'll get that on our calendar, too. <clears throat> we have a weekly calendar and a, on our website's a calendar. So oh, gotcha. We, we put a newsletter out with events coming up. Yeah, I would love to see you guys there. I'll be, uh, yeah. I will make every effort. I think we were going to be in Michigan, but I think we're looking I'm at... I'm not here. You're not here. Not well, that here. doesn't matter. He's not the tech guy. Anyway. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so to go back to the beginning of, uh, all right, let's say you have an idea. And let's say it's a web app that can help you find people who will trade shoes with you, right? Just an idea, right? It's so, kind of gross. All right, man. I'm just describing <laughs> an idea. <laughs> let, me, let me talk. <laughs> let me, do you want to learn an update? I, I, I know I can sorry, leave. Sorry. Okay. okay. You put me in my place. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. So I'll, I'll put myself on mute. <laughs> All right, so you find out you have an idea. You want to build an app for your phone. And you want to do X or Y. And so you go online, you learn how to code, you build the app. And at this point, as you're building the app, you realize, okay, how do people get their apps on the app store? How do they make money? Should I charge money for this app? Or should I build it like uh, purchases within the app? Once I start selling, what happens to my full-time job? Like you could be, you could be doing anything, but once you have a company, do you need to incorporate that company? Do you need all right. these? Yeah, all Lots these steps. Lots of questions. Yeah. Lots of questions. Like, what's an LLC? What's a limited liability company? What's an Inc? Like Disney Inc. What does that mean? So, a lot of these questions get answered in our accelerator. Of, okay, you built some something, something tech. You built a piece of hardware. You built a piece of software. And now we're going to try to figure out if what you need now is like eight hundred customers to make money, or if you need a hundred k to make sure you're website doesn't go down because you have so many customers like let's talk about reddit reddit has ads now but it didn't used to before it had billions of like users and viewers online and they did not make any money but now with ads they're starting to make money so that could be the same for your website you might have a website people use it all the time your website you they can look at your calendar all the time you make you make no money just showing your calendar to people right Right. So what you need is investment. You just need to stay alive for the next like two years. Maybe you need 250K just to support all the web development. And then from there, you can figure out how to make money, how to sell this, how to add ads, how to add something else, how to sell a service. Does that help? Yes. Oh, it does. Sort but, of. But so uh, uh, let's, get, let's get more detailed into what is seed money? I mean, that just... It's, a, it's something you threw out, so what is seed? Yeah, money? absolutely. Let's talk about actually pre-seed so that, money. So that, so that 250K... 250K, we, we would consider that seed money. Anything past... So this is where it gets ambiguous to who you talk to. You could talk to me, you could talk to RVC. RVC is a their venture capital group or an angel group in Denver. And they invest in startups as well. So if you talk to me, anything past for me, 150K, 200K is seed money. Anything that's like 50K is what we call pre-seed. Your idea is flourishing. You're growing up, but you haven't hit your stride. You wouldn't figure out who to sell to. You would. You don't know the market. You just. You have something people wanted, and you need 20k just to like keep the website alive to pay yourself to eat food. I'll call that pre-seed money. Seed money is when you say, okay, I know my market is going to be X. I know I need to grow in X by five percent next year to stay afloat, and eventually, I'll be able to like just use this company to pay myself. But I need your money right now to sustain me and a few other developers. I would call that seed money. 
Okay. After Seed Buddy, it gets even harder. We have what's, what are called series routes. Series A is the first route you take as a big company. So if we talk about Brex. Brex is a way to get founders credit cards uh, without like having to link that credit card to your bank account. So a lot of startups have bank accounts, but as a personal founder, I don't, I don't want to give my credit card to my employee because this company is worth 10K. And if like we lose all our money, I'm in debt, right? Yeah. So Brex is able to give founders, I'm not, I'm not sponsored by Brex also. I'm just talking about this company. So right. they raised their series A round about two years ago. It was $19 billion. That's insane, $19 billion. And they called it a series A round. Usually in, Col- in Colorado, the average A round is four to five billion. In Silicon Valley, 10 to 20 billion. Huge range, but that's what it is. Series A round is the first round you raise when you're thinking of being a corporation, when you're thinking of becoming bigger than who you are, when you have C-level people coming in, CFOs, CTOs that are like legit, that are gonna see new features coming out, that, that are gonna sell, that are gonna grow you from 500 to 5,000. And so, where's that money come from? Where's that? So Series A comes for what are called VCs, venture capitalists. So there's a lot of those firms around Colorado. Uh, I it, mean, it can be people or firms, right? People that would be the angel investors. Yes. Exactly. Or, so, or yeah, the firms. Absolutely. A VC can be a person who does uh, investments annually or just, you know, they just do constant investments in a vertical. When I say vertical, it could, I mean hardware, software. So Now, it, sorry, my understanding. So just let me take a step back. So you yeah. got pre-seed, seed, and then series A, does that come after seed? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then if my understanding, virtual or venture capital is for a, a stake in the company. Yes, but angel can. is not. Angel is just a- angel can be or it can't be. So you you could get angel money from your family, right? So I could go to my mom and say, hey, I need fifty k right now to make this company stay alive. She'll be my angel investor. She'll be the one like my saving grace at the start of my company, and she'll say, hey, I'll give it to you for no cost at all, no part of your company. Just take the fifty k. Yeah, go and do what you want to do. Or you go to your grandma, or it could be an angel in Colorado Springs. There's a organization called Soco Angels, yeah. something called Angels, and they do angel investment. And they will take equity. They will take five percent. So, but ex- there's, yeah, but there's no. If the company fails, they're out their money, right? Yes, there's, there's exactly. No way of getting money back. Exactly. So it's, it's not like because I, I it's Dennis, not like a bank. Yeah, Dennis and I met somebody. I think he was talking about venture capital. Uh, yeah. we were had coffee with him, and he was talking because we were trying to understand it as well. Yeah. And I think he had mentioned that the difference between you know venture capital and angels, right, is both of if you take equity in the company. I always assumed that if, if, if I had investors that I had kind of like a bank, right? But only as an investor, I would give them profits, you know, 10% every month for the rest of the, for the next five years, something like that. But apparently that's not nope, what investors No, nope, that is not, yeah, that is okay. not. Because if you give 5% profit for the next 10 years, you could make like what, 0.2% or like 0.2x return on the money you put in. So you put in 10 million, you get back like 15 million. But if you put a 10 billion, you take no return, you just let them grow for the next 10 years, you could get back a hundred billion when they sell. So if they sell, but if they never if, plan on selling. If, yeah, well, if they never plan on selling, then, uh, so there's a lot of things that could happen. This right. is, yeah, there's this, permutations of yes. this. Yeah. So different exits, that's what we call them. Okay. Selling, IPO, all those you, things. How did you, so once again, biology, I'm assuming you didn't really, you did, said you didn't have a class on this. So how did you read, find all of this? Did you read a book? Or? Yeah, uh, Venture Deals by Brad Feld. Super helpful. He's one of the uh, most successful, also well-known entrepreneurs, I would say, in the all of U.S. And he's from Colorado, lives in Colorado. And he's part of Techstars. 
Richard Deals, great book. Highly recommend reading that. I will. Yeah. I like a good book. And we also like doing that too. So folks on the listening world out there, if you want a good book, there you go. It's <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's it super dry. It's not a good it's not like an enjoyable read. I'm, right. It's just facts. It's very informative. Like right. it's And Techstars has a pretty good website too. Oh yeah, yeah. That. Techstars by Combinator. If you need just surface level, like if you need to define what a VC is, go to iCombinator. They'll tell you. But if you need to know how a VC will impact your company in two years, now we get into why you need an accelerator. Now we get into why, as as you you build your app, Dennis, and you get approached by me and I say, hey, I want to put in 150K, I want 8%. You're like, what the hell? 150K? Hell, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. But in five years, that like yeah. 5% I got from you could be worth $8 million. Yeah. You, would, you would have no idea of knowing at all right. what, what could have happened. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. Yeah. And that's what Accelerator is trying to help out. We give you a lot of information to try to help you make the right decisions with case studies, with examples, with just scenarios of what could happen. Case, yeah. I like it. So we, we need to do more with these guys. We do. We're like going to talk, yeah. talk about that after we're done here. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So, okay. Well, so any last words you want to give our listening audience uh, while you got them a little bit captive here? Because this is a very good conversation, by the way. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Um, we haven't really talked this piece of things on the podcast before, so this is really good. Yeah. If, uh, if people have some time, look up Simon Snack. He's one of the most well-known business people in, like, the U.S. He's... He doesn't do business himself, but he, he writes books and he gives speeches. And he does case studies on startups and businesses. And it's just a good, it's just so fun to read his books because he, he's super informal, great guy, and he breaks it down for you super easily. So, and I love his quote. It's, you can start big, you can start small, but just start somewhere. Just start. What's his name? Simon what? Snick. Snack. Snick. Snick. Simon Sinek. Simon S-I-N-E-K. Sinek. So. Okay, I've seen his name, yeah. What you just stated is just start. Just, and, and just my, start. My startup did make it, but I just learned a lot. And I, maybe, maybe I'll have another Do one. Maybe I'll have five more. Maybe Thomas I'll Edison th- didn't find one way to make the light bulb. Exactly. Right? He found a thousand ways not to make the light bulb. Exactly. exactly. So if you go on our website, thesmalls.org, yeah. look under the podcast, we have a story on there of how we actually got this podcast started and off yeah. the ground. And one of our comments on there is just start. Why Don't wait forever. Don't. Yeah. You're never going to be ready if you just wait. Yeah, reach out to me. We just reach out to a friend. Reach out to somebody in the ecosystem. There's a there's, yeah, just, right. there's, there's a whole so ecosystem, a whole network and, of people that are willing to help. Especially if you're afraid. Just if you're afraid, just look up startups in Colorado Springs. Reach out to one of them. Just call, email. If you if you ever have any questions, I'm always open for a phone call. Or do you email. go to One Million Cups at all? I do. Uh, yeah. It's I mean it's been shut down since of COVID. Yeah. There's, there's one happening in Denver, I right? Thought. Well, we have one in Springs. Yeah, way back, way, way well, back. No, last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Up until COVID, they were having... Yeah, I don't know if they're doing them now. I need to get back to that if we can. Yeah, but like up until COVID, like... like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, right. What about um, Startup Week here in the Springs? Do you guys support that too? Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. We're actually going to be launching a Startup Week in Colorado Springs as exciting. Oh, okay. Yeah. When's uh, that going to start? No date yet, but we're working on it. Okay. Yep. I like it. Because I know, well, I know they do the small business stuff, but there's also Denver Startup and then Colorado yep, Springs Startup. Yeah, and Boulder. I mean, Boulder's yeah. where like, it originates, right? So they have yeah. the best model. And Colorado Springs is so different because, man, I love Colorado Springs. The community is so small. The people are so caring. I know your name, Dennis. I know, know your name, Nate, Chris, right? In Denver, you meet 100 people in a day, and then that's it. You're done. Next day is 100 more people and 100 more people. Yeah. Here, I can just talk to you. I can call you. You 
Yeah, you guys are my phone call, man. I really appreciate yeah. that. Like, yeah. it's the community is small and caring. And that's yeah. what I love about Colorado Springs. And and same way, right? I, Dennis mentioned I live down in Pueblo area. Yeah. And same type of thing down there. What what I'm trying to do, and Dennis is trying to do, and all of us as a community is we're trying to break through these proverbial walls because I don't know what's, what's happened. I mean, it's always been this way, I guess. Denver people don't want to talk to Springs people. Springs people don't want to talk to Pueblo people and all or, the mixes between that. Or like you said, I don't want to go to Denver's too much. And so I think that there's some of that too, right? It's just, it's sure. 60 miles away. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Might as well be on the other side of the planet. It's hour and a half drive. I mean, with the, oh yeah. the highway. Jesus. With the gap. With the, with the gap. <laughs> <laughs> if there's an accident, you're never getting there. Yeah. Go home. Just turn around at that point. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, uh, Guard, thank you for coming on. Thank Very, you for this me. was great. Okay. Well, one more time. So, how do they get a hold of you guys? Yeah. So, go to exponentialimpact.com or email me, Prakar, P R A K H A R, at exponentialimpact.com. Okay. And, and yeah, go ahead. Go. Or you, you can look up just uh, Springs Startup and you'll get to our website too. That's a e- bit easier to spell, Springs Space Startup. And then the next event is the demo day? Yes, August 10th, 4 to 6.30. We'll have four startups. We'll have heavy refreshments. So we'll have some beer, wine, some food. So At the at the National Cyber Center Exponential Impact exactly. Campus. Yes, which, which is on Nevada, 3650 North Nevada Avenue. Okay, thank you. Yep. Yeah, we don't usually say where places are, but they actually have a facility brick and mortar yeah. there. So. Yes. And you can go yeah. there to visit, too. It's a very you nice can, campus. Yeah, you just come hang out. I'm there every day. If you just come in and you're like, hey, where's Picard? I'm there. In the <laughs> kitchen, probably having coffee. Or I'm gonna, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to come in and say, hey, where's Mr. Gotham? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I, I want to get back one last thing. I know we're asking you for the last things, but I wanted to ask. Right now, when, when you guys do this, do you guys charge anything for no, it? No, we don't charge. We, so we, we're funded by the federal I-6 grant. And when we apply for this grant, the focus is Colorado Springs. We want to help Southern Colorado, and it's an opportunity zone. And so that was what we started the grant, and that's what we're doing. Every year, that's what we do. We work majority with Colorado Springs companies. And if we give them any funding, so if any company gets funding from our angel arm, which is a tech venture COS, they must locate their headquarters to Colorado Springs and stay here for a year. So our whole goal is economic development in Colorado Springs, and then broader than that, Southern Colorado. And so the grant money ensures that they stay it, here, and they, exactly. get, they can get it if they stay here. Yep. And, and well, funds I us. I didn't know if it if it was only like their, their headquarters or their manufacturing or a combination of all or headquarters because it's mostly software companies easier to say headquarters. If you're a hardware companies, if you're a hardware company, still your headquarters, your manufacturing can be anywhere. We don't care. I mean, it's manufacturing. It's hard enough as it is to get supply and demand. Like. I'm, right now, I'm not gonna, yeah. supply chain is crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not going to worry about that for you, but your headquarters, where you live, or, you know, where's your company's headquarters, your LLC, what it says. You know, for this, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So after this, we're going to talk. We've got some companies' names to give to you yeah, immediately. I would love to talk to you guys. Um, this has been awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I've no, learned some, I learned a lot this time. I, and I'm coming over for coffee, man. We're gonna hang. Yeah, come by. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Just come by. Have, have some coffee. We need a break every now and then. Yeah. From this place, we, we, we have we a, spend uh, like. 12, 13 hours here every day. We have a big ball table too. So, yeah. and beer. If you guys like beer, right? Right? Yeah. You have to. Uh, yes. You have yeah, to. Like um, yes. You live in Colorado Springs. You live in Colorado Springs. Hold on. <laughs> beer and ping pong table. That tells me beer pong. It's A, it's better than beer and axe throwing. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't know. I've had some pretty good sessions like that. <laughs> okay. Well, Picard, thank you very much for coming on the show. Happy um, to be here. Traveling all the way down here to south, south, southern Colorado of Colorado Springs. 
um, and uh, to the world headquarters here of the Smalls. Happy to be here. Dennis, it's always great to see you finally back in person after spending three days in Vegas. Yep. More road trips coming. Okay. With that being said, this is Just Nate signing off, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. You've reached the end of another episode of the Smalls Cast podcast. Connect with us at thesmalls.org. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you at the next episode. See you at the next episode.